and welcome back to You Can What in One Hand podcast, the podcast where we talk all things faith, fitness, and surviving life in our 20s. My name is Grace and I am your host. A little background about me, I graduated college in December of 2020. I got a dog and then moved to a new city and then started a new job. And then a few months later, my boyfriend moved in with me in my apartment and then I bought a house and then we got engaged. Then we got another dog and then we recently got married a couple of months ago and that puts us here. So that is why this podcast exists. I have been through a lot of really big life changes and all at once and I felt kind of alone and like nobody was talking about how to do these things or what they were doing, or how to get through it, and I wanted to fix that. I wanted to talk about it and share my experiences, so maybe that helps somebody else. So if you're interested in that, welcome. I also am a personal trainer on the side of my full-time job in corporate America, so I share a lot of fitness content as well. Um, Everything on here is just lifestyle, fitness, Jesus, anything you can think of in those categories, that's where we're at. So if you're interested in that, stick around, hit the subscribe button. I'm so happy to have you. And I think you'll really enjoy some of the episodes that I put out, especially what is coming in 2023, which I'm really excited about. So this is the first episode of 2023. Happy 2023. I cannot believe that it's already here. Uh, 2022 really flew by. I like I just listed off everything. I had a crazy busy year and that's amazing. It was like probably the best year of my life, honestly, when I was looking back. So we took so many fun trips and so many fun things happened and I got married and it's just crazy. So it was just the most phenomenal year. And I'm so so grateful and so blessed for the year that I had and I really can't wait to see what's in store for this year. So I'm really super excited. I did a farewell episode to season one, so this is season two of the podcast, which I can't believe that I stuck it out for a whole year. I definitely missed some episodes in there. I did 40 episodes last year, so I missed 12 Mondays, so we'll see how we do this year. Um, I'm hopeful to get on a little bit better recording schedule so I don't miss as many weeks and also try to plan in advance episode content because that's kind of where... I end up getting stuck and I'm like, I don't really have anything I want to talk about this week or I'll be in a bad mood and then I won't want to record. But I have a lot of great ideas for this year. I'm really, really excited about it. So I hope you are too. Um, I just really appreciate you being here and welcome to season two. This is super exciting. So we'll start off like we always do with highs and lows and goals for the week, except goals for the week is pretty much going to be the whole podcast episode. So I might skip those. But my highs and lows. Um, High was, it was just so nice to relax. We got back from my parents on the 26th and just hung out at home. I did have to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I am off. So I'm recording this on Saturday. So I was off yesterday and it's just been so nice to relax and hang out and get the house clean and I like totally reorganized my closet, which was amazing, and 
totally reorganized my office. I'm hopeful to maybe get one more room. I really want to go through my bathroom this weekend. So it's just nice to have the time to do those things without feeling like I'm wasting my weekend because I have a four-day weekend. So it's also nice to just relax. I've done a lot of nothing and I'm really happy about that too because I like to sit and do nothing. So that is high, low. Hmm, I don't even know if I had really a low this week. It's been really good to just hang out. Um, it wasn't fun to work, which I guess is a low. And also I'm starting gluten-free tomorrow, which is not necessarily a low. I'm just nervous because a lot of things have gluten in them that I didn't realize. And we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you all updated. I'll try to do a little weekly check-in on it. I did end up signing up for Thrive Market. This is not an ad. I know everyone has an ad for it, but I gave it a shot We'll see. I'm supposed to get my first box today, so I will do a haul on my Instagram if you are interested to see what I got. Most, to be honest, most of my orders, like household products, not even food, because I, they have a ton of, like, all natural household products, and I didn't have the patience to go looking for food, but that is, and I also had, like, a coupon, like, your first order, you get 40% off, I think, and so I wanted to get the most out of that coupon and food items are pretty cheap but the household like cleaning products are a little more expensive so I wanted to get those with the coupon and I did get a few gluten-free food items like flour and soy sauce and a few other things so I'm really excited to see how that goes it is five dollars a month which seems pretty reasonable to me that's the exact same as the Costco membership and I don't have a Costco membership but I I'm trying this out and we'll see how we like it. So I'm pretty excited. But that's my highs and somewhat of a low. I don't know if you want to call that a low, which is good. We're starting off the year strong or ending 2022 really strong. And yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I can't believe today is New Year's Eve. This is going to go up in like three days and I am freaking pumped. So I, yeah, it's super exciting. So today's episode is about my goals for 2023. So I did an episode a couple weeks ago about how to set goals for the new year, but I'm going, and then the next week I did an episode on recapping how my goals went for this past year. So now on the goals train, last one, power through, you got this, is my goals. So if you need a little assistance setting goals, if you want to know what my goals are for the year, this is what that is for. So let's just hop right into it. All right, 2023 goals. Very exciting for me. I really love setting big overhead goals for the year because it feels like less pressure um, because they can be, you know, a little bit longer term goals. They're not just weekly goals or monthly goals. And they're fun to look through through the year to see how they're going because a lot of them are goals based on things that I already implement in my life. So it's cool to see how I'm progressing through them without like even trying sometimes. And some of them are going to be things that I have to intentionally do. But once I get, once I build that habit, like some of them are habit building things, then I'm going to be able to achieve the goals without even thinking about it. So I'm very excited for this year and new goals I have set. Um, But a little disclaimer before we get into that is you do not need to change everything about your life. You do not need to start the year with like a total 
change reset of your life. That's not how it's supposed to be. And that's how like New Year's resolutions don't last is because you want to change everything and you want to completely change who you are, how you live your life, all those things. Don't do that. Like this is supposed to build on the life you already have to better yourself and become the best version of yourself that you can be or the best version of yourself that you want to be but slowly like it's not going to happen overnight and like I said in my build like how to set goals you want to set things that are achievable habits that you really want to build and work on building every day so those things need to be something that you're willing to work on every day it's it's going to be hard to achieve goals that are going to completely do a 180 of your life. Like you don't want to, yeah, that's not what this is about. And that's not what I'm saying by setting these goals is that you need to change your whole life because you don't. You can set three goals and be perfectly fine for the year. I just had a lot of success making a pretty long goal list last year. And so I'm doing that again. But I'm not saying that that's what you need to do because for some people that just doesn't work. And this hasn't been how it's always been because I used to not set goals at all. So, you know, start small and work up from there and if it really works for you to have like a checkoff list like it works for me then this might be a good plan for you but i don't want you to think that because i'm on here listing off 20 goals for the new year that you have to have that many goals or that you have to try to change your whole life because that's not what i'm doing all of these goals are things building on things that i already do that i just want to be better at or adding a couple of new habits into my lifestyle so just remember that setting small goals is a great idea and also if you have fitness goals which I do too mine are about strength though if you have fitness goals let's make them about being strong not being skinny because being strong will get you eventually to the physique the physique you're looking for but the biggest thing is you want to be strong and nourished and fueling your body not just skinny because that's going to lead you down a dark path and I don't want anyone to have the goal of being skinny please and on that, excuse me, happy, not smaller. Make your goals about happiness, not how you look, please, because that will fulfill you so much more than how you look or your physique. And I have physique goals too, but they're arbitrary kind of because you're never going to look at your body and be completely satisfied. I'm in the best shape of my whole life and there are still days where I hate parts of my body. And there are days when I love every inch of my body though. So it's, you know, it comes in waves and your physique is never gonna bring you the fulfillment that you're looking for. So if you're making fitness goals, just please remember those little things. I, You are beautiful and you need to love yourself, please. But anyway, now that I've gotten that out of the way, let's get in to my 2023 goals and rules. So the rules, if you listen to my recap episode of my 2022 goals and rules, they are shopping rules because I am a shopaholic and I need rules to achieve the goal of shopping less. Like I said, when creating specific goals, shopping less is not a good specific goal and I have to break it down. So last year, two, three of these are from last year. No new candles. Um, I didn't buy a single new candle in 2022. I will also not be buying a single candle in 2023 because guess how many candles I was gifted in 2022? Too many. I have more candles, it seems like, than I started with. So no buying candles. No new beauty products. Again, gifted more beauty products and I love them. My mom usually fills my stocking with them, but it seems like I'm never going to run out. So 
no buying new beauty products unless I run out of something. Like if my moisturizer runs out and I don't have something to replace it with in my stash, I can buy a new one. But my problem before was buying them at TJ Maxx or when they go on sale at Ulta or an influencer posts like, hey, this dry shampoo is 50% off and I would just buy it to stock up. And then I end up with six dry shampoos and I don't even use dry shampoo very often. So little things like that. Um, no decor without a place. This was also a 2022 goal that I stuck to very well as I bought a house in 2021. So I started off kind of just like buying stuff at home goods, like, oh, this is really cute. I'm going to put it somewhere in my house. And then it gets cluttery and I don't like clutter. So I am trying to be a little bit more minimalist with my decor and also not buying any furniture, decor, wall art, anything that doesn't have a spot in my mind that I didn't intentionally buy it for that place. So that is what I mean by that. Like I want a really big mirror in my living room because my dogs broke my really big one from before. So I'm allowed to buy that piece of decor because I know exactly where it's going to go. But if I saw like a cute circle mirror, this has happened to me before. That's why I'm telling this story. Circle mirror at HomeGoods. And I'm like, oh, this is so cute. I'm going to buy it. And then it sat in my office for two months because I had nowhere to hang it and I ended up returning it. So those kind of things, it really helps to save me money and keep me from buying them without like any regard for what I'm going to do with it. This is a new one. Um, No trendy clothing items or items that I cannot already make an outfit with, with pieces that I own. So if I see a really cute trendy top, but I don't have any kind of pants that would go with it, I'm not going to buy it. Because then if I buy the top and the pants that go with it, I'm going to have nothing else in my closet that goes with those two pieces of clothing. And essentially, I just bought two pieces of clothing that only make one outfit. So when I cleaned out my closet last week, I got rid of almost 100 clothing items. Donated them, by the way. Um, I gave them to my sister, my sister-in-law, and then donated the rest. And... I realized when I was cleaning it out that I was only going to keep things that like could all go together. I already shop pretty much in a color palette, which I really want to do an episode on because I really enjoy that. So all my clothes are in the same five colors pretty much and that really helps. So then with trendy clothing, as long as it's in that color palette and it's something I could wear with multiple items, then I'd be allowed to buy it if I really want it. But if it's something that, you know, is like totally way off there and doesn't go with anything else then it's probably going to be a no because I really want all my clothes to go together and maybe able to make like a capsule wardrobe even though I have a lot of clothes but I really want them all to go together so that's kind of my goal there and then unsubscribing from email lists before deleting the email I know you're probably wondering how this contributes to shopping but if you're like me and you're subscribed to a million stores email lists because you bought stuff there or you signed up for a coupon or whatever And you get a little email that's like, oh, 50% off today only. And then you go click on the website, just, oh, I'm just going to browse. And then you end up buying something. So this is like a twofold. It's shopping and just decluttering because I get so many emails a day. And I started like three days ago, just as I get the email, before I delete it, I click the little unsubscribe button and then I go delete the email. And it's honestly made it so easy and I've already reduced my emails by so much. So I would totally recommend, and it's going to help me a lot, I think, with random shopping. So I'm very excited for that. It's going to declutter my inbox and help me with my shopping habits. So that is a good tip for you too. If you have a lot of emails coming in through your inbox, just unsubscribe as they come. It's way easier 
than later on like trying to figure out what emails are important and like I wanted to use one of those email services to unsubscribe me from them all but honestly this is pretty easy and I'm not giving anyone else access to my email so it makes me feel a little safer. So those are my shopping rules. So let's get into my goals. So these aren't, they're categorized, but not in any specific order. So my first goals are lifting goals. These are a little lofty. This year I wanted to do 10, five unassisted pull-ups. So 2023, I want to do 10, which is a lofty goal, but I'm really going to try. I really want to be able to bench 110. Right now, I can bench 95, like, repping, and I would like to be able to bench 110 at least for, like, four to six reps. I think that would be really awesome. Um, I want to squat 155 repping with good form. So, right now, I squat 135 to 145, and I feel like I have pretty good form, but sometimes I can still end up hurting my back if I'm not doing it completely right, and I'll drop back down to 135. So, I really want to get up to, like, 155 with good form, repping it for a set. And then 30s on bicep curls. This year, I was going strong on 25. So it would be super cool if I could get to 30s by the end of this year. And then 100 on lat pull down, which is a very lofty goal because I really only lat pull down like 85 right now. But we'll see. We'll see if we get there. If I can get to 10 unassisted pull-ups, I'm confident that I could also get to 100 on lat pull-down. Like, if I could pull my 135-pound body up, then I would hope that I can pull down 100 pounds. But we'll see. We'll see. You know, I like to make the goals big. Four of these goals are the exact same that they were for 2022, and they were way too lofty for 2022. So... Let's see if they're too lofty for 2023, and it's okay if I don't meet them. Like, me setting these goals is not like, I have to do all of this or I'm a failure. Like, by the end of the year, if I didn't get those things, I'm still going to look back and be like, man, I had a really great year lifting. I was really strong. I made a lot of progress in the gym. Like, those are the really big things for me. It's just I really want to push myself in the gym and push myself to be better because that's what we're here for, right? That's what the point of setting goals is. So... Um, Instagram and podcast goals, I really want to start posting on Instagram, uh, like three to five times a week. I post on TikTok a lot and I need to just reuse those TikToks into Instagram reels and the other way around, like create Instagram reels and reuse them on TikTok. But I just kind of forget that that's an option. So that's something I really want to get better at. And then I really want to build up the podcast following. So, you know, little shout out here if you want to share with your friends. I would love that. Or if you want to let me know what you want to hear, I would also love that. It would really make me happy to build up a little bit more of a following on here. So that is a big goal for me in 2023. Um, Life goals, which my miscellaneous goals kind of fit in there too. But I really want to find vacation in every day. I saw someone say this somewhere. I don't even remember where. But it made me really happy because, like, vacation is when you're the most relaxed and usually the most happy. And I really just want to find that in every day, even if it's something small. Um, I also want to start a weekly prayer journal. I do pray daily, but I don't intentionally, like, write out the people that I'm praying for. And I really want to have that intentionality going into this year. And that's also one of our goals in our marriage is to have a prayer journal that we go through at the beginning of the week, write down who we're praying for, and then we could be praying for it every day. Um, And then I want to start a daily devotional. I bought a daily devotional book 
so I'm really excited. Um, I usually do one of the Bible app plans, but this is like a 90-day one, so I'm really excited for that. The Bible app plans are only a week long, and it always stresses me out to have to find a new one every week, so now I'm set for 90 days. Very excited about that. And then I want to have um, a monthly investment amount. This past year with the wedding, I was not able to invest much because we were spending a lot of money on the wedding, and that was not my top priority, but now it is. So I'm very excited to hopefully be investing every month now. And then my miscellaneous goals, um, I want to start filming like short videos throughout the day. Um, this helps create content a little bit easier and I just really want to start doing that so I put that on there. I really want to release a recipe book. I have a lot of recipes written down that I have adapted or created on my own and I really want to put them out there. They're all high protein without any protein powder or any crap in them and I really think they're valuable to share and I just want to put them all together in a book because I think it'd be super nice and have it as like an email download or something. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out though. That is one of my big goals. And then um, to be bold and brave and to do things afraid. This is all one, but I kind of keep this podcast and my Instagram and TikTok on the DL. I don't really tell people I know about it because, I don't know, it's just easier to have strangers watching me and listening to me than people that I know. And just things like that. Like, I think I... I think I'm afraid of failure, being made fun of, and I just, I really want to get over that. That holds me back from doing a lot and producing some of the content that I want to produce. And I don't know, I just, I really want to be brave and do things afraid. Even if I am afraid, I still want to do it. So Elise Myers said to do things afraid. And I, I need to follow that mantra this year. So I'm really going to try. And then our marriage goals, um... I think I'll probably leave those out, but we just want to go on a stroll daily. I'll just tell you them. Do a daily devotional, which we have like the year devotional book um, that someone gave us for our wedding. Um, weekly prayer time, like I said, date nights, two times a month, one in and one out. I saw this on TikTok, like doing date nights where you go out one of the times and stay in, do like a stay in the house date night. And I think that's a really great idea. And then also, we're going to switch off, like, who plans it. So, for January, one of us is going to plan the going out night, and one of us is going to plan the staying in, and then for February, we'll switch. We used to try to do weekly date nights, but we always failed on that because we just get busy. And so, I think two times a month is much more achievable. And then uh, my daily goals, just for the year, is a 10-minute cleanup and tidy before I go to bed, which I have started doing that this week. And it really helps keep the house clean. I am more of a, like, big clean person. Like, wait till it gets pretty messy and then do a really big clean. And that takes, like, an hour. But the 10-minute cleanup tidy this week has really helped me to make sure I don't go to bed with any dishes in the sink. The kitchen's always cleaned up. The living room's always cleaned up. And I know I only have to do it for 10 minutes, so I don't have to do everything. And I'm really, yeah, I think that's really going to help me. Um, daily movement, that's always a goal of mine, so I just threw it out on here. And then, um, to stop snoozing. I really want to get up earlier and not be so rushed in the morning. I know you probably think I'm insane because I already get up so early. But I always snooze, like, three times, and then I'm not up until, like, 5.30, and then I only have, like, 40 minutes to 
get ready or to, to work out and then I leave myself like 10 minutes to get ready and I just hate being rushed in the morning like it throws off my whole day so I'm really gonna try to stop snoozing get up so I have time to do my devotional in the morning I have time to get ready without scrambling around the house that is something I really really want to work on and it's so hard once you get out of the habit of just getting up on your first alarm because that's how it used to be when I lived in the sorority house we couldn't snooze our alarms and I still got up pretty early. I got up at like 6.30. But we slept in sleeping dorms, so we weren't allowed to snooze because it would obviously wake everybody up if my alarm kept going off every five minutes. So I was always like a hop out of bed kind of gal. And then when I moved to my own apartment, when I moved towns, I was pretty good for a while because I had a puppy, so I knew I needed to get up and take her out as soon as I woke up. But then I just kind of got lazy and now I snooze and I want to get out of that habit. So I'm going to try for like my three days a week. Like how I tell y'all if you want to wake up early, start with like one day a week and then two days a week. So I'm going to try this week two days to not snooze at all and just hop right out of bed. Or at least like pull up my phone and do my devotional and then hop out of bed. Because I need a minute to wake up but. Um, I'm going to try two days this week and then we'll build on that. I will update you next week on how that goes. But that is all my goals. I know that is a lot. That is 20 minutes of talking about goals. And I know you probably think I'm crazy, but they're all in different areas of my life. They're all definitely achievable and they all build on habits that I already have. So that is why I think it's okay to have so many. And I don't think they are unachievable or overwhelming. Like to me, it's exciting. And I know by the end of the year, I will not be disappointed in myself if I don't achieve a couple of them. But they're all something that I can build on, the habits that I already have in my life. So we'll see. I'm really excited. I'll keep y'all updated. I know I do my weekly goals, so you'll probably hear about more of these for weekly goals since they are also yearly goals. But let me know your goals on Instagram. I want to do a little question box because I want to hear what everybody's 2023 goals are. So I will throw that up on my Instagram. It'll probably actually be up before this, but I'll try to throw it up again when I put this episode up because I want to hear from you what your goals are for the year. And I hope you had a fantastic 2021 and you're very excited for 2023. I know I am pumped about it. It's going to be a great year. I'm very excited and we're going to have a lot of fun here and on Instagram and on TikTok. So stick around, hit subscribe, share with a friend. Leave a rating and review if you enjoyed it. And if you're excited for what's to come in 2023, I really can't wait. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to me. I'll talk to you next week.